You're listening to Wall of WWE, a WWE podcast. Hey guys, you're listening to World of WWE, a WWE podcast. I'm Amp. I'm Dan. I'm Carlos. What's up, guys? And you are listening to our WWE Fastlane 2021 official recap. It was a crazy night. A lot happened. What did you guys think of the overall pay-per-view? I thought it was a good pay-per-view. I mean, it was a good way for, like... I mean, you know, twenty uh, the Elimination Chamber and the, and the uh, Royal Rumble, they both have big matches, so you know, you're going to expect at least something good out of that. But Fastlane, it typically doesn't have, like, a match stipulation that has to be on the card. So I thought it was a pretty decent pay-per-view to start off the year with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. How about you, Carlos? Um, I thought it was actually better than Elimination Chamber. To be honest, I actually liked it better. Like, yep. I, I, feel like they, I feel like they, instead of Elimination Chamber, they, like, should have done, like, like, they should have done those two pay-per-views. They should have, like, done one out of two. But, um, there was, there was a lot of good matches. A couple of things that were, like, a little questionable on there, but there was, like, a lot of good matches. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give my opinion. It's different than you guys. I liked it, but I felt like it could have been a house show. Because... A lot of the matches that were made for Fastlane kind of lead to WrestleMania. You know, the tag title match. That's something that I could see be on a house show. Um, on Big E and Apollo Crews, like, it was almost like the, the house show before WrestleMania and everything's going to be different at WrestleMania. Um, but I thought it was good. But I don't understand why they're having similar matches already. Like, oh, the matches aren't the same, but I don't know. I'm just sort of against the pay-per-views in between Royal Rumble and WrestleMania because I just feel like they're sort of just thrown together, sort of rebound until the pay-per-view. <laughs> but it was good. It wasn't bad. Like, I, I enjoyed most of the matches. There were some that I was just kind of like, eh. But let's jump right into it. So Carlos was happy to start off the pay-per-view because the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships started off the show. The women's... Paul Cruz versus Big E started off the pay-per-view. No, well, actually, I'm jumping ahead, guys. I'm sorry. They even had... There was the pre-show match was the U.S. title. So let's talk about that one quick. So the pre-show was the United States Champion Riddle defending against Mustafa Ali with Retribution. And Riddle picked up the victory after Bro Derek off the top rope. And after the match, Retribution seemed to break up after they attacked Mustafa and left him laying. In that match, I thought that Riddle was going to win. Carlos, you said Riddle was going to win. And Dan, your pick was... Riddle. Riddle, yeah. So we all sort of knew that was going to happen. He just won the title. I do like Mustafa, but... Well, can I just say something? Yeah. I feel like that match was more based off the whole retribution thing than it actually was based off the title. Mm. Like, you know, that's what they were really focusing on with, like, the ending of it. Mm. Just for it to have, oh, retribution. I'm trying to uh, stop Bali. Yeah, so it was almost like, as... Yeah, so it was basically like the whole point was kind of thrown together just to see Retribution break up. Yeah. Gotcha. So, yeah, Carlos, any thought on that match? Um, I thought it was okay. I, I, I kind of really, 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 they, like, that's the two biggest guys to attack, um, uh, people, like, you know, like, Reckoning and, um, Slapjack left the ring. I was kind of like, like, what's going on there? Mm. I so, see. like, it looks like, um, people are basically going to be, like, a tag team, and then, like, like, me and, uh, Slapjack are going to be on their own. I just hope they get rid of the whole entire gimmick and let them just be themselves. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. I mean, at this oh, point. Who is, who is Mace again? I really like him. He's, like, my favorite. Mace? Is the 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 tall one right? Not yeah. Okay, Mace is 
He was actually the former uh, Raw announcer. Yes, that's me. Um, yeah, I remember he'd, he'd, be, he'd be shooting on Brock Lesnar sometimes, like, like saying, oh, he wants to fight. He wants to fight. Mm-hmm. Well, he might. He's he's on Raw now, but yeah. His, his Instagram. I think I followed him. It makes me sad because the guy who plays T-Bar, Dominic Dijakovic, had a really good career in NXT and did this guy who is that tall would do amazing like over the top rope moonsaults and stuff like that and you would never see that right now but oh because all the big guys have to be like oh uh, I'm, I'm gonna destroy you using my fist you know because mm-hmm. I'm such a big guy and yeah I mean such great agility and everything they really don't use it not, not in the way that he could have great potential he has great potential they don't use him right NXT TakeOver Portland, Keith Lee versus Dominic Dijakovic. So, moving on. Um, the opening match of Fastlane was the Women's Tag Team Championships. The champions, Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax, who of course had Reginald with them, taking on uh, two opponents at WrestleMania, but tonight they're teaming together. SmackDown Women's Champion, the boss, Sasha Banks, and the EST of WWE, Bianca Belair. I took some notes. I'll go over some of them. I said that I really like Shayna's tights. They look kind of cool. We saw moments where Banks hit a drop kick and a, and a hurricane run to Nia. Nia ran to, Bian- to Bianca Belair in the corner. Sasha hit a meteor to both Nia and Shayna. Bianca hit a 450 splash, but Reginald got involved. Bianca hit Shayna into Sasha's leg, and then hit the bank statement on Shayna Baszler. Sasha yelled at Bianca, telling her, oh, I'm sorry, you guys. Yeah, pretty much. How did the match end? I'm getting lost here in my um, notes. Reginald basically tossed, tossed them, and then uh, Naya was hitting her, and, oh, no, I'm sorry, Shayna pinned Bianca, and... Sasha was going to help her, but then um, Nia held her leg so she couldn't get to Bianca in time, and, well, they won. You're right. That's right. Okay. Exactly. Thank oh, wait, you, Dan. Wasn't, wasn't Sasha pinned, though? No, no, no. It was Bianca that was pinned. Sasha was the one that was supposed to be portrayed as, like, the one that was kind of turning on her. I guess that's what they were trying to go after. Make it look like. Dan, are you sure though? Because in my notes it says that Shayna rolled up banks. Yeah, I, I think. I don't, uh, maybe I don't. I really thought it was Sasha that was. Because in my notes it says Sasha yells at Bianca, telling her she had the match won. Bianca leaves the ring, and then Shayna Baszler rolls up, rolls up banks, and then Nia holds Bianca's legs. One second, guys. I guess I can mix up then. I don't know. My bad. No, that's okay. That's okay. Um, before we talk about what happened after the match, Dan, what did you think of the match? Eh, I mean, it just seemed like another match. Yeah. I was a little like annoyed at one fact though. Why does suddenly when Reginald try and help them, oh, it suddenly works, but whenever he put the faces, oh, it doesn't work. I don't get that. I really, I don't get that. That just seems really stupid to me. Oh, it suddenly works for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they should have had him um, be an advantage in other matches. But the problem is they put him with someone who we all knew was not going to win the championship. Carmelo was not going to beat Sasha Banks. You know, nope. they should have put him with someone like Shayna or like Nia from the beginning who you know, could beat Sasha. You know, I'm not saying that they would, but I could see them beating her over Carmella. Yeah. But I kind of felt the same way. Like, I gave the match a 7 out of 10. I thought it was good, but it was very predictable. We knew Nia and Shayna were not going to lose the titles because if Sasha and Bianca were um, tag champions, it, it, it wouldn't make the story and the match as good as it can be, because then they're going to be together all the time. Like, let them be a part. Let the aftermath be what happened after the match. I think it wasn't supposed to be even teaming up in the first place. I mean, like, they're supposed to be WrestleMania enemies. 
Like, that just don't make sense to me in general. Yeah, it's not like they were a team and they had, like, Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio at WrestleMania 21. They were already tagging champions. They had a falling out and they fought. And then the rivalry continued throughout that year. But it's not like those two were tagging partners to begin with. So I get what you're saying. Like, why even group them together to start with? Unless they did something like Shawn Michaels and John Cena. Like, I can't understand something like that. But, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I that, that kind of works. But, I mean, this doesn't really work for me. It doesn't really make sense. And also, they did this twice. Like, the last pay-per-view they had this, maybe have some kind of stipulation. Make it no DQ. Make it submission. Like, find a way to, to add, you know, something different. Because we just saw this. Yeah. But, yeah, so, um, I don't know. I picked Shayna and Nia to win. Dan, who did you pick to win this one? I picked uh, Nia and Shayna. Yeah. Yeah. I picked them too. So then we see a picture of Shane McMahon who seemed to have injured his leg. He's seen walking with a crutch. And Elias says he wants to have a concert at WrestleMania. He tells Shane he'll do anything. And then Shane says that he has an idea. So at that point, we already knew it was going to be Braun versus Elias to begin with. And I really hope they don't do a WrestleMania concert for Elias. Please don't. Um, now we're on to the Intercontinental Championship, the champion Big E defending against Apollo Crews, and this match was a barn burner from the beginning. These two just went at it. Um, Big E speared Apollo Crews through the ropes outside of the ring. He had a splash to Crews on an apron. Big E hit two suplexes on Apollo Crews, but then Apollo Crews sent Big E's knee into the ring post. Cruz hit a huge, nice frog splash for a two count. And then came this really weird, sloppy ending where Biggie rolled up Cruz. And I guess in the roll up, he had Apollo Cruz's shoulders down. That was a very strange ending to the match. After the match, Apollo Cruz hit Biggie with an Olympic slam. He hit him with another one. And then he yells at E, it's not over. And then he. Hits him with a third Olympic slam. I said that he looked great and Cruz looked powerful, but it was a very sloppy ending. I gave it a 7 out of 10. What did you think, Dan? I thought it was a good match. So it, it truly did show off how good Big E was in the ring. That certainly did. And it showed, And I think at first I didn't like it. At first I didn't like Paul Cruz doing this whole gimmick. But mm-hmm. now, after watching it a little bit more... It's kind of growing on me a little bit. It really is. So I think I think it was a pretty good match, and I think if they do another match in Mania, I think it would be a pretty good match. What I like about it though is that it's part gimmick but part reality because Apollo Cruz is really like an African like Nigerian prince. I didn't know he really was. Mm-hmm. He's like his family is really wealthy and are very like in Nigeria. But that's the part that I don't understand. Like, is that his real voice and he was doing an accent to make him more Americanized? Or is that like a like dramatic? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know. It sounds more dramatic, but so who did you pick for that one? I picked B. I, I knew Apollo Cruz was gonna you, you're going to call me crazy. I thought Apollo Crews was going to win. Really? Because I thought it would be interesting to see him beat Big E at Fastlane and then have Big E defeat him at WrestleMania with a crowd, have them have a hell of a match there, and have E get that huge applause that I think he deserves. But who knows? So... Next, we see Shane McMahon. He's in the ring with Elias and Jackson Riker. And Elias begins to sing. And Shane tells him that Elias will be taking his place tonight against Braun Strowman. And, Dan, I did not even watch this match. I paid no attention. I did not care. We knew Braun was going to win. He had a running power slam on uh, Elias. Yeah. And... Um. Get Carlos's thing on the uh, Paul Cruz Biggie match. Yeah, I the last two matches. Oh, Carlos! I yeah, thought I Carlos, I thought you were. 
Carlos, I thought you were gone because you said, uh, hold on. I'm sorry. I thought that you weren't. I'm Carlos, let's go back. So, Carlos, talk freely for, like, as long as you want about the matches that we went over. I'm sorry. I thought that you were in the middle of doing something. I was trying to keep it going. <laughs> go ahead, Carlos. Oh yeah. And the match was good. I like that the back that Bianca Pillar did. That was like that was pretty insane. I wasn't expecting that out of her because she's like she's like pretty like like powerhouse type thing. So I would never like really expect that. Um Reginald, I feel like he just needs to freaking be left out of the whole situation. Like see like the past two weeks he hasn't been he hasn't been by nice side. Then he's supposed to come back this week. Like I didn't I don't think it really made any sense to like have him back. And then um, the Biggie versus Apollo. Oh, yeah. It was a really good match. I, I was expecting something really good. I really like the new mean, the mean streak by, um, by Biggie that he's like, every, every week he gets more and more just like showing his vicious side. Mm-hmm. Then like the those three um, that he like, that he jumped on top of Apollo, like when he had him in the edge, like he did him three times. That was, he like destroyed him. Oh, but, yeah. But it's definitely not over the page too. So... Carlos, now, what are your thoughts on Braun and Elias? Uh, I didn't really pay attention to that much. I, I didn't pay attention to it, honestly. I um, wonder I why they even did I was this. I expecting it to be like Shane versus him, but, but it, was, it was okay. I feel like they should have done some sort of like hint beforehand, because it made no sense. Like, why... Like, yes, Elias going to go, Shane, I want to sing at WrestleMania. Like, that's corny. But, how about you, Dan? Um, I think we said on, uh, I think it was on the Rocks or something, we said that technically, they didn't think what they could have done is they could have had Shane be like, Oh yeah, I'm not, I can't fight because I'm injured, uh, mm-hmm. you know, because of this. And you know, I I challenged him and, and could have called uh, Braun against Elias or something. We don't know. He yep. could have done something like that. They didn't use the potential they had. So yeah. Yeah, they could have. I was like, wow, you had you had great potential with that, and yet you screwed it up again. They yeah. Screwing up stuff like that. For a while now, which really disappoints me. I just really hope we don't see Elias and Jackson Riker get involved at WrestleMania because I really can't stand those two. Yeah, it's gonna be horrible. <laughs> I mean, really, the match doesn't have anything at this point. I think point. I think it's only it really does. All all I think that's gonna happen is Shane's gonna jump off the freaking pirate ship. That's it. I feel like something's gonna happen, like like in match Shane's match against the Miz. Like, something's going to happen, like, a really crazy spot, like, when, uh, like, Ron Simmons going to do something crazy, and then, then, then Shane's going to somehow, some way, somehow have, like, his arm over him. Now, listen, uh, I don't think the match, I, I have, I think the match will be good. Like, I, I kind of have, like, high hopes for it, but I just, it's not necessary to have someone who was never involved in it to be involved. Yeah. And he's like, well, they had no story. Like, they just said, was, oh, Shane thinks he's stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, they could have even had Braun, like, for example, like, go up to Shane backstage and, like, pull them up against a wall and be like, why didn't you include me in Elimination Chamber? And then Shane could be like, you fucking put your hands on me and you're stupid. Like, then maybe that could have made more sense, but, like, he just randomly is mad at Shane. Why aren't you mad at Adam Pearce? No, I know, but he... But they're not giving us any context. That's the big problem. Yeah. Like, well, you think something and running with it. You can't... You gotta at least give us a backstory. Like, my question, too... No, but Bron can say that. He's like... And they're like, send me, like, they're all three in the ring. Like, he said something about like that. 
But the only problem too that doesn't make sense to it in this thing I'm just thinking about now. Okay, so the storyline is that Braun's mad that he's not in the Elimination Chamber. Well, why are any of the other roster members who weren't in the match upset, and why aren't they fighting Shane? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you're all mad. That doesn't make any sense. Like all former WWE champions, and he's like only, I mean, he wasn't WWE champion, but he was Universal champion. But I'm just saying, like, anybody, like, would be mad. You know what I'm saying? Like, any person would be like, oh, how come? It's just, like, I feel like there had, like Dan said, there has to be more of a reason to why he's, like, I get he's mad at Shane because he's on it, and then now Shane fucked with him and made fun of him. But it's just, like, give me, like, like at least have Braun have some kind of issue or some kind of confrontation with him to... You know, or even put Braun in the match and have Shane get involved and say, I put you in it, you put your hands on me, like, act like he's afraid, then have him in the match and have him screw him. Like, have some kind of way of getting the story to make sense. Well, I mean, WrestleMania is supposed to be the biggest year thing of the year, and technically those are supposed to have, like, good story behind it and everything, kind of like the Super Bowl. Like, you know, everybody has so many wins and everything, like that kind of reason. They didn't give that. That's a that's another crap reason. Like, really? You're just throwing this match at Mania, your biggest main event of the year, and there's no fucking reason behind it. Why? I mean, you're just throwing crap together and hoping it sticks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But he did, like, you know, like Carlos was saying, he did explain, you know, his reasoning. and. But I just feel like they're being he very... Did, like, he did cost them the Raw Tag Team titles. Yeah. But my question is, he really wanted to be tag team partners with Adam Pierce. I know, but like, it's like him winning with the the little boy Nicholas. Yeah, that shit made no sense. What was that, guys? He was was happy about it, but like when he won it, he he wasn't he wasn't complaining. I know, but do you really think a big dude like Braun Strowman, who is really trying to take this serious in the business, really wants to be tag champions with a freaking little boy? You know what I'm saying? Like, he's a serious athlete. That's a joke. Yeah, he's tag team champions with Nicholas. Like, it's so... I thought it was going to be, like, a, like, person who's coming back because they had it right before the main event. But no, it's the fucking referee's kid. I get it, it's like it's supposed to be a nice thing, but come on, your biggest main event of the year? Well, anyways. That's not supposed to be like a major match, you know, it's just supposed to be a match like, you know. No, I hear you, but I also, I hear you, Carlos, because there there has to be matches that I, aren't going to be great. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm not really complaining, because I know matches are going to be good. I just don't understand why Shane McMahon either. Like he just came out of nowhere. He he's disappeared after Raw Underground, and he comes back to talk about Elimination Chamber, and now he's fighting Braun. Like why? Like I, it just doesn't make. He did like what? They could have even done that. Had. Wasn't he fired when he lost to Kevin Owens, and then he just suddenly came back? Yeah. Like, he like, could have like thing like, where Vincent reinstated him or something. Like, no, you had to just say, oh, yeah, here's Shane McMahon. Yeah. Here's Shane McMahon. Really? Well. They're not using either one of them right. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like Shane as a heel. I think, he, I think he does great work as a heel. But, really? Like, this isn't working out the way he's doing it. Yeah. I agree with you. It's well, a... You know, I think it's going to be a good match. I wish that for WrestleMania there, because like, I, I feel like they've done this over time. Back in the day, like Dan, and I know Carlos, you know this too, like the like Dan was saying too, like the matches were like a year in the making. Bret Hart versus Owen Hart, the first time two brothers were fighting against each other. You know, like they... Five, two years. They did it. You know? Oh, Brock lost. Now we have to have Cena win. At least that Cena made a little bit sense. I mean, and there's matches on those. Personally, but I mean, at least the shit made sense. And there's matches on most of them that don't. But like, I feel like 
every match that you can go back. And I'm talking. I feel like they. I feel like towards the WrestleMania 2019 is when they started to do matches that were important, but not WrestleMania level, in my opinion. Yeah. But I do think in the past, like even stupid Giant Gonzalez versus Undertaker story. Undertaker's in the Royal Rumble. This fucking behemoth, crazy, creepy-looking dude eliminates Undertaker. This dude looks like he can stop him. Simple story. Uh, Goldberg, they did at WrestleMania 33. That made sense. Goldberg came back, destroyed Brock in Survivor Series. Eliminated in the Royal Rumble, Brock wanted his revenge, and he got it at WrestleMania. That made sense. But I'm not going to go too hard because I do think it will be a good match. And maybe they'll tell a story and maybe there'll be another match and this is just sort of like part two of it. And, you know, so we'll see. But let's go back to Fastlane because our next match was a very good one. Shinsuke Nakamura taking on Seth Rollins. Um, Seth had control in the beginning with a lot of kicks. And then Shinsuke Nakamura was able to do kick attacks. Shinsuke hit an arm bar, but Rollins got to the rope break. Nakamura hit a running knee and a knee to the back of Rollins' neck. Shinsuke with a landslide to Seth Rollins. Reverse exploder. Seth hits Seth, Shinsuke Nakamura's neck with a reverse exploder. And then Rollins hits the stomp and gets the win. What did you think of the match, Dan? I thought it was a great match. I thought, I thought they really put on a good performance out there, even though there was real no reason for it. I thought it was a good match. Mm-hmm. How about you, Carlos? Let me just tell you guys, you know, it, you don't know how great it felt to see Seth Rollins back in the ring. Yeah. It was so good. Just like, just like the way he carried himself, like, he, he pretty much dominated the match. It was, it was good. But it was a great match. I was, it was not, they definitely didn't disappoint you. But I, but I wouldn't even have known that he was gone for months. You wouldn't have known it unless you were a WWE fan. Unless you were a WWE fan, you wouldn't have known. So, um, I'm going to be Debbie Downer for a minute. I felt like their match at Survivor Series was much better. And that's why I get mad because it's like they should improve. Like, think. I get mad with wrestling today because if you look at, like, rivalries like Stone Cold and and The Rock, you know, every match seemed to up the other, you know? And I just don't understand why when these wrestlers, they fight together, and then years later they fight again, and it's just like they're... I don't know. But it was a good match. It was a good match, for sure. Um, I think we all sort of... I mean, I went with... I don't even know who I went with. I think I said Rollins. I said I said uh, Seth. Yeah. What I one one thing that I'm oh, well, I mean, it was his first match back. I mean, it was really his first match back. So you kind of had to figure that. True. I didn't really, you know, think of it that way. I just go ahead, uh, Carlos. Well, so what I think happened is like on the road, like him is like so they made Seth a match is like big win over Seth. Like, so they made him look good, but then they're like on WrestleMania. I feel like they're gonna, make, they're gonna, he's gonna put Cesaro over. Yeah. yeah, that would be good. I that will be a good match. Cesaro versus Seth. I just like I have my problem with WWE lately, and this is just me. And you guys are gonna have a different opinion probably, but that's okay. I just feel like they haven't really been giving it their all. Um, I was watching AEW. I know I'm a traitor, but they had um. They had Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker, and they used thumbtacks. They used steel chairs. Britt Baker, Britt Baker, Britt Baker was busted open like blood pouring, and that was on TNT. And it just makes me sad that like WWE lately 
hasn't been putting on matches that they could. And it's just sort of like lackluster in my opinion. And like I'm happy WrestleMania is going to be good. But it shouldn't just be WrestleMania's performance of the lifetime and every other month it's just lackluster. That's just my opinion. I feel like it's just because they're, they're like losing. But I've been like saying this for months already. Like, then it started. I know, I but. I know that they, they're like, like AEW. But like Carlos, here's the thing. I hear exactly what you're saying. Here's my thing. I hear you, but I'm also going to be real. If it's being shitty, I'm going to have to call it out. My opinion is that, though, and I hear you, but I feel like it's been like this way before the pandemic, too. Think back to... Think to like 2017, Ronda Rousey versus Alexa Bliss. Yeah, we really know who's going to win that one. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just like, I don't know, you guys. I just feel like it's like very lackluster. And I hear what you're saying. Like, yeah, they're not. But wouldn't that be more of a reason to put on more good stuff? You know no one's able to go live. You know everyone's like basically dying. Yeah, let's have this company who's new kick our ass. You know what I'm like? It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, I want them to be more like, let's fucking get in there and show everybody who we are. Because right now, Vince is like, oh, well, we've been doing it forever, so we're just going to stay. Well, empires fall if you have that method. So I just, I, I don't want to see them crumble. And I do, I do agree with you, Carlos. We do have to have positivity and light at the end of the tunnel. And I know we will. But I just feel very disappointed because I was looking forward to WrestleMania season and I'm just like very like eh. I'm excited, but I'm not as excited as I would have been. And I'm even like even 2012 was decent. WrestleMania 28. I just I lately it's just been filler. Bobby Lashley versus Aleister Black. I'll never get over that. Why? You know, like the, I. But anyways, the, that one, one thing I am gonna say is like I'm more excited for NXT standalone than standalone than freaking WrestleMania. And that's sad, isn't that sad? Like it's great for NXT, but yeah, like NXT is, NXT is under WWE, mm-hmm. it's, like, it's not. It's not a different company. Yeah, they're, they're making they're making WWE look good, kind of. Yeah, it's supposed to be like uh, it's supposed to be like Raw, SmackDown, then NXT. Like NXT is supposed to be like your mm. secondary brand, like you know, like, like we that's not how it seems to now because it seems more like NXT is doing way better than WWE is doing. Mm-hmm. Like that just doesn't make sense. Because I think the people running a uh, oh my gosh, sorry, NXT understand that even though times are different and yes, it's a PG PG era, fans grew up watching it through family members and most of the fans are either like our age or a couple like I'm 27 so most fans I would say would be from the ages of 7 to I don't know like 60 I'd say whatever right you know like whatever but most of these people grew up seeing all of this stuff and I think Triple H understands that with wrestling, you have to see gore. Like when I was watching, not to bring it up again, but when I was watching Britt Baker and um, Don the Rosa, I literally had to look away because like it was getting very like gory. And I the only time I did that was back with Mick Foley. And it's just like that's scary that two women on AEW can have a match that I think was better than the whole entire pay per view. That's just my opinion, and I know that sounds crazy. Also, another thing is, you don't even need matches to be gory. You don't. All you need to have a good match is good storytelling mm-hmm. and, pe- and people that have um, chemistry in the ring. Mm-hmm. That's all you need. And, and Thunder Rosa versus Britt Breaker, they have chemistry. Mm-hmm. They're not doing that. They're not putting on matches to find, okay, these people these people have good matches. These people don't. But we're going to throw the people in who don't have good matches. We're still going to keep them on the show. They don't care what they have. They just gonna throw out whatever works, I guess. They don't care. One of the only diva, a diva. Oh my gosh, I'm going back. I'm thinking like I'm back in 2012. They're women now. Sorry, guys. One of the only women, well, not the only, but 
a couple that come to my mind and I automatically thought Sasha Banks is the only one that I think, aside from like the other four horsewomen, that are willing to do stuff like that. So because when Sasha takes bumps, like her body like like goes in half. Like she fucking like it looks like she's getting hurt. So when you said that like they don't really need and Charlotte Bailey. I think it was against uh, Shayna Baszler last year at WrestleMania 36. I think it was. She she literally she bit her. Mm-hmm. She was bleeding. Mm-hmm. Like, no other woman would have done that but Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And that time she just got pregnant. Yeah. And so and that's the only thing. Wrestling, what baby? I think maybe maybe a little bit after, but. And trust me, guys. She announced she was pregnant right after Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, like, um, you, like, uh, who knows how many months she was pregnant before, uh, mm-hmm. and I have, she did say a little bit after WrestleMania that she, like, found out when but I do think that, you know, it will get better and everything. I just hope it's not, like, another year of, okay, WrestleMania is good and then down and, but... I just want to know what they're going to be doing after WrestleMania with crowds. That's all I'm interested in. I heard that they're not having them. I heard that after WrestleMania, they're going... I don't know if they're going back. I don't think they're doing Tropicana Field, but they're going to another stadium, and they're still going to do the Thunderdome. Oh, my God. So that's what I'm saying. They're basically going to have a good night for WrestleMania, and then they're going to do back to lackluster. Yeah. But, I mean, they got to be safe, but no, like, I'm also really sad because if you think about it, kids that are now growing up just getting interesting now, they think this is the normal. Mm-hmm. They think this is what they ha- used to happen. No, they used to have so much better mm-hmm. stuff back then. Like, I'm not sure kids know that. Know. And, and, and like, they told us. Bethany actually told us this, like, uh, before we started recording everything. Apparently, it looks like Peacock's taking out all, like, the, uh, like, maybe offensive stuff. Mm -hmm. That's the whole Attitude Era thing. Mm -hmm. Like, the kids don't know about it. They won't know the history. And that's the sad part, because if they don't, then why? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's all about money. That's what it's all about. Honestly, I'm making me sick. I mean, I'm as well. I'm not. I'm gonna save my those opinions for later. Okay, <laughs> I had to catch. I had to catch myself. I was about to say something, but I was like, nope. Um. So the next match is a no holds barred match: Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus. Um. It was interesting seeing Drew wearing the Scottish war paint. I didn't take much notes. It was a brawl. They had. A, it was a good match. Um, and Drew got the win after a Claymore. What did you guys think? I really liked the match. I thought it put, I thought it put a sh- early show with how good Sheamus can wrestle and how good Drew McIntyre can wrestle. I thought it was a good match. Mm-hmm. How about you, Carlos? I also think they killed it. only thing is, like, I, I didn't have any problem with the pacing, but I was like, at first I thought it was just lighting. I thought it was just lighting. Then I oh, had, that's like, funny. Like, when they, when they, when the thing came off, I'm like, oh, shit, it's real. I knew because I saw before there was like a little video of him like putting the paint on. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they said that. That wouldn't be my WrestleMania main event. Eh, I don't think so. I don't give a fuck about Sheamus. I mean, that's just me. That's just me. But, but that's just me. That's just me. I think that they might give him the US title. They could. They could. But then again, oh, we have basically one more week. Two more weeks. No, because after. Because this sun, this Monday is the 29th, right? Wait, let me look. And soon, soon. It's April 10th and 11th. You're right. So they have two weeks, though, to figure out a way to make the storyline of Sheamus versus Riddle. Mm-hmm. 
mean, they already kind of started it on Raw because he had almost excluded like straight in the, the gut. Or something. I thought that was weird that they just had that happen, but. Well, so with Fastlane, our next match, Randy Orton taking on Alexa Bliss. I was very interested in this one. Um, I was too, but I was a little disappointed it wasn't the main event. Yeah, because I remember you were saying that that you thought it would have been the main event. Well, it makes sense because they did it for like TLC and stuff. But yeah, so basically, we see. Um, Randy Orton starts coughing up the same black liquid. And he play, paces around the ring, and then Alexa Bliss comes down. He basically chases her. She throws fireballs at him whenever um, he comes at her. And then Alexa skips and dances. She sits on top of the turnbuckles and laughs. And then an arm comes from the ring, grabs Orton's ankle. Um, the Fiend comes out from the ring. And it was really hard to see with all the smoke and the purple but he has a new look that looks like he's like burnt, and yeah, Dan Dan called it since like the beginning. He said he was gonna come back like the current thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then um, the first thing that came to mind. And then I mean, it just makes sense. I mean, come on, you're gonna burn him. He's gonna be gone for months. I mean, you know what I mean? Look at him. Like, I like the fact that they have him come out. From underneath the ring, that like not just like pop out of nowhere, like come from underneath the ring, like Kane and Undertaker used to do. Mm-hmm. I thought that was great. I thought that was awesome. And Alexa did say like like he was like fading into the he was like burned into the mat. So like I, I was expecting uh-huh. something like that to happen. So Bliss then kicks Orton into his sister Abigail and uh, Fiend and Alexa pose and then leave. So that was a weird pin, by the way. Yeah, I think she wanted to jump up on him, jump up on it. So next we have our main event. It's the Universal Championship. The champion Roman Reigns. We thought about the match though. Oh, I'm sorry. What did you guys think? <laughs> I thought that we did talk. Go ahead. Um, I thought it was a good match. I thought like because I was expecting more of a semi, uh, a, a cinematic match, but. I'm glad they didn't do it that way. I'm glad the way they had it was like Alexa was playing mind games on him and everything. I thought that fit her character perfectly. And then when The Fiend came out and everything, I thought it was just perfect. But the one thing I didn't understand was, because this wasn't like a no DQ match, how come Bray Wyatt just all suddenly allowed to get interfered? Like, I, if they made a no DQ match, I would have understood it a little more. That's a little bit, but that's just nitpicking a little bit, you know? But again, thought it was a great match. Loved it. How about you, Carlos? Yeah, I thought it was good too. It was a good way to bring back. Yeah, I kind of knew this was going to happen, but it was very good. I was happy to see it. I was like, yes, when it happened. Also, um, my friend pointed this out to me, actually. He told me that there's rumors. I never heard this, but apparently there's rumors that that's not actually Bray Wyatt. Apparently, it's actually supposed to be Bo Dallas because they're brothers. What? Yeah, but Bo Dallas does not have the same frame of Bray Wyatt whatsoever. Yeah, but you gotta remember, guys. He's. I don't know. I didn't think that's true. I don't think it's true. I mean, it would be interesting, but I don't think it's true. But also, you gotta remember, he's been gone for. He's been gone for three months too. Like we haven't seen him since December. So I mean, he could have been like really getting in shape and. I don't know. I I know. I'm not saying that, but I'm just saying, like, that's what I've also heard. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really believe in the rumors that much. I don't. But I have heard rumors, too, that Bobo Dallas is having a SmackDown taping, so. Who knows? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it could be. I don't know. I wish they would use Bo Dallas, but. Um, Did he ever get released, or like, he's still there? He's still there. He's still there. Oh, I'm just going to admit, like, I thought I remember seeing him was when he was with the Miz and uh, Curtis Axel. Uh-huh, the Miz-tourage. I remember him with B-Team. That's the last time I remember, and that was like with actual fans in the arena. That's over a year. Mm-hmm. How about Curtis Axel? Is he still, is he being released, or? I don't know. I think so. Huh? So, our main event, Universal Champion Roman Reigns with Paul Heyman 
taking on Daniel Bryan with the special guest outside enforcer. Um, he already is in the main event of WrestleMania Edge. And you guys can sort of take over. Um, you don't have to explain everything that happened in the match, but why don't you just sort of go over a brief sort of basically what went down and how it ended and all that good stuff. Okay, so again, Dan, you can go first. Okay, uh, well, so basically it was kind of what happened at Elimination Chamber. You know, Roman would dominate him a little bit, and then, you know, Brian would get him in the lapel lock and everything, and then eventually Roman uh, kind of tricked Brian into hitting the referee, and then Edge had to get involved, and then uh, Jay Uso came out of nowhere, took... Uh, took Edge out and everything, and Roman actually tapped to the uh, LaBelle lock, which wasn't seen by anybody. Um, th- and then what happened was, after that, Edge hit Roman and Dana Bryan with the chair, which doesn't make sense, really, mm-hmm. but, you know, that's what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and Roman just crawled over and pinned Dana Bryan for the win. That's all that really happened. Now, did they, did the announcers say Daniel, uh, Roman Reigns is tapping out? Like, did they call it? And yeah, they, yeah, like, they showed the camera. They, they showed him tapping. Okay, so then, yeah, they're definitely going to address that. That's probably how he's going to be added to the WrestleMania main event. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, we know that now. So then, Carlos, why don't you tell us your thoughts on it? And also, before you go, Carlos, hang on, before you go, Carlos, so this, and then, Ram, once I say it, then you can go. So this is, basically, are we going to say that Edge is now a heel, or is he just kind of saying, like, I deserve this more than anyone else? I think he's a heel, kind of. It was kind of I, I just, well, the only thing that would make sense is Roman's technique is supposed to be the heel. Why would Edge just suddenly turn heel? Well, you know, maybe... maybe Maybe he's not. The only time they did that was Randy Orton and Batista versus uh, Dana Bryan. I don't think he's necessarily going to be like a heel heel, but heelish in this to fans of Daniel Bryan. You know, he's sort of feeling like I earned this. You know, like I won the main event of Royal Rumble. He's going to be like a tweener. Like he'll be baby face and he'll also be. Heel. Yeah. You know, I understand why he's upset. Like, why the fuck are they, like, he just won the Royal Rumble. Why does Daniel Bryan matter? So I get that, and I understand and be like, no, fuck this. I'm going to attack Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns, so there will be no winner. But then Reigns ended up pinning him, and... He did ruin a good match, so I was pretty disappointed. At the moment, I was really disappointed. Yeah. Roman tapped out. Like, yeah. Ed, like Ed, you're not going to lose your spot. But he is gonna. I mean, and this is only devil's advocate in Edge's eyes. He's gonna say, "Well, I earned a one-on-one. Why do I have to worry about a third person now? I only had to worry a second person. I only had to worry about Roman. Now I have to worry about Daniel too. I already beat Daniel. I threw him over." Also, the- another thing is, if you think about it. Technically, Roman and uh, Edge have had confrontations before. Mm-hmm. Before Brian won the Elimination Chamber, nothing. Mm-hmm. The only really built was Roman and Edge. So he would want to have to face Roman on his own so he could prove that he can overcome him without having a third person to worry about. But, ladies and gentlemen, this is a great example of good storytelling because we have all different perspectives and we're all trying to figure out why... Um, question what's happening, and that's what they need to do. Yeah, that's, that's why I've been like saying for a while, they've been doing way too much on Raw. Yeah, it's like, they just, honestly, I don't think it's still getting used to happen. It's just, it's just the writers for Raw. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think about it, Randy Orton and the Fiend and all that are on Raw, so it's not all bad on Raw. Hmm. I know it's Randy Orton. Of course they're gonna make his like he's freaking Randy Orton. Of course they're gonna make him like in the storyline that's like that important. Yeah. So that was the end of Fastlane. I thought it was a decent pay per view. 
it definitely set up WrestleMania with some matches. Before we go, I want to give you a little quick idea of what's coming up with our channel. We're going to be having a lot of stuff dropping with WrestleMania week coming up. There's Hall of Fame, which we will give a recap of. And we do know that Batista did reject this year because he already has prior obligations and he will not be able to attend, but he wants to be there and celebrate it and give it his time. So the Hall of Fame ceremony will be taking place. We know that for 2021, there's Molly Holly, the great Kali, and Kane. There. And Eric Bischoff, I'm sorry, thank you. Very eclectic group. We also have NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver. Is that the name of it? I want to make sure I have it right. I thought it was Stand Alone. It's not Stand Alone Deliver. Yeah. Stand and Deliver, okay. And the main event there is NXT Champion Finn Balor defending his title against Karrion Cross. NXT UK Champion Walter defending against Tomasa Ciampa. So much going on. Uh, NXT Women's Champion Io Shirai against um, Raquel Gonzalez. A lot of great matches, so we'll be hearing the recap of that. And then, of course, there's WrestleMania, so you'll be hearing recaps of that. We have a new show. The WWE Network premiered a countdown of the 50 greatest women's wrestlers. So Dan, so Carlos and I will be covering it and, go, and discussing each woman in detail and yeah, just be on the lookout for the different SmackDown, Raw, NXT recaps. And yeah, anything else you guys have to say about Fastlane or anything you want our listeners to know? Um, the Daniel Bryan and Roman I thought was a really good match, but I really, again, was concerned with the ending. I wish The Fiend and all that kind of stuff went after Roman Reigns versus Daniel Bryan. But besides that, I really don't have any other any nitpicking on that. I don't. Yeah. I, it was a really good pay-per-view. Yeah. How about you, Carlos? I also thought it was a good pay-per-view. I, I, the match I feel like stood out to me the most was Seth Rollins versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah, I feel like there was, like was just lack of build, lack of build towards that match. I agree. I agree. Yeah, definitely. You know, it was a decent show. Oh, you know we skipped over you guys with the whole Sasha Banks. After um, the match, Sasha Banks yelled at Bianca, called her a rookie, and then slapped the living taste out of her mouth. Um, so B- Sasha is going into WrestleMania as a heel. But yeah, that's kind of it for our show. You could follow us on YouTube. You could uh, subscribe, like, and hit the notification bell. You could listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor Breaker, everywhere else. And follow us on Instagram, World the Dot of WWE, and Facebook, World of WWE. Um, and that's it. Any last words? No? We good? All right. Well, thank you for uh, checking us out, and we will see you soon with our next recap video. Stay safe. Bye. Bye.